Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Mary Forsyth from the Dallas area, Texas, and we are so excited to hear from Mary. Uh, she is one of our speakers at the Healing Waters Conference, Arise Woman, You Are Worthy. Healing Waters Conference 2020 is going to be amazing, and we uh, encourage you to sign up. And Mary, uh, thank you for joining us today, and tell us a little bit about who you are and your journey with Jesus. Well, thank you so much for having me today. I, I really look forward to speaking at the conference, but I'm really excited about this broadcast today. Um, I, I just I want to begin by just saying that they, these are unprecedented days. I mean, we every single person that's living on the globe, on the planet today, is experiencing things we've never experienced before. And um, I, I like to say that it's, it's the first global domino that we've ever experienced. We've experienced catastrophes in Asia and, um, you know, 9-11 here in America and, and different world events, but never has there been a climate <clears throat> where really the whole earth was impacted uh, at the same time. But just in that same context, um, it brought a lot of opportunity to get to know the Lord, and it's brought a lot of opportunity for us to see the condition of our own heart. And um, the way the Lord trained me to, to look at circumstances through those lenses is when I spent five years in a federal prison. So um, I am an ex-felon. Ex I don't identify myself that way as far as my identity, but that is part of my journey. I was a very successful businesswoman in, in Dallas. Uh, I came from Kentucky, uh, a very small community in western Kentucky, and loved my upbringing and went to school at the University of Kentucky in Lexington and found my way here to Dallas. And um, I'm, a, I'm a pharmacist by education. Uh, I started opening several small businesses, including a pharmacy. This was about 20, 25 years ago, and found myself very successful and uh, loved that. You know, I, I started actually my first business when I was 13 and uh, started selling lemonade and homemade brownies. And so I, I just always had the, the hunger to really own businesses and, and just that entrepreneurial spirit. And so after several years in Dallas, um, I found myself in a big heap of trouble. And it, it really stemmed from mismanaging a government contract uh, where I was responsible for distributing uh, an HIV medication that had just come off experimental status. So myself and my two employees, um, their, their real names are Mary and Martha. I did change their names in the book that I wrote. My first book I wrote was called A Glimpse of Grace that, that tells my journey. Um, but myself and Mary and Martha were indicted with 15 felony counts, and, and I, I just I just kept thinking I, I could get myself out of this. You know, I'd gotten myself out of a lot of tight spaces before. And and uh, let, let me say this. It, it was tight, and I was a born-again born believer. But it's one thing to be born again, and it's another thing to really have a, a daily relationship with the Lord. And I did not have that at the time. I had a lot of good religious activity, and I was living a lot in the world, and um, just a real mixture but when this situation came up, I, I didn't turn to the Lord under that 
that time of pressure, I just turned to my own abilities, my self-reliance, my money, my status, and nothing got me out of the tr- out of the trouble that I was in. So my two employees were uh, acquitted, and I was convicted and was sent to prison to spend five years. And and so uh, I won't take, take your audience through the journey of that if they're if they're interested. I've got you can get my book on Amazon ebook or just order it for the ministry, but. You know, let me say this. God did some miracles while I was in prison. He sent a man I'd never met um, to pray for me, and I got delivered of these demons and filled with the Holy Spirit within the first month that I was incarcerated. And then God introduced me to the Holy Spirit, and um, I began to live my life in accordance to the Word and being led by the Spirit while I was incarcerated. And that was really the beginning of knowing God personally and learning what the kingdom was and, and, and just that exploration of um, living with God in, in, in close relationship. And I'm still on that journey today. And I, I bet most of your listeners are, are that way too. And now that we're under this, um, these interesting days of, of unique pressure, it, it so reminds me of Joshua that says, you, you've not gone this way before. And, and I, I know that some of the things that God has done for me, and it's still doing for me, I've, I've not arrived in any area. He, he wants to do for your audience. And, and one of the things in particular that comes to mind is he, he wants to make sure that we are uh, only allowing the messages from God's heart to mold us in this hour because, you know, before I went to prison, I was already in prison. I was in prison to uh, the messages that you're a loser, full of shame. I've been raped in college, so I've been abused, and I had all this trauma and shame on the inside. Even though on the outside, I was a successful, um, vibrant, you know, businesswoman, but I, I was broken from the inside out. And I had I allowed the messages of the world and my past to to mold me. So even before I went to prison, I hated myself. I, I, I had tons of rejection and shame and guilt. And, and I'll tell you, in the midst of being incarcerated, God began to open up His Word and and allow the Holy Spirit to really introduce me to to the love of God. So here I am in prison clothes every day and. Every day's a bad hair day in prison, and no, no lipstick, nothing to really, um, you know, just make you feel okay. And and in the middle of those dark days, uh, pressure every day, seven days a week, guards and cinder block walls and, and steel toe boots. I began to have such an understanding of the love of God, and not just of how much He loves me, but who He says I am. So he began to replace a distorted image uh, right in the middle of, of prison with the image that I'm chosen and that I belong. And that, that's how powerful God is. That's how powerful the Word of God is. And, and I think women around the world are connecting with God and the Spirit in ways that are, are setting them free from prison after prison after prison, some physical prisons like I'm in was in, and, and some other prisons, just mental and emotional, but where there's triggers and trauma 
And I'll tell you, God God can work in your heart and your life to where those don't impact you. And that's a that's that's good news, isn't it? Don't that's, you think that's good news for your audience. That's that's great news, Mary. I want to ask you. You talked about being in prison. Um, without being actually in prison. And we know that um, because of things that have happened to women and things that they've endured, that they have sort of lost that crown. And today we just want to encourage them that Jesus places a crown on them. He does call them his beloved. Talk to me a little bit more about that. Well, we, um, we whatever messages we allow we have allowed in the past to mold us have helped uh create the image that we have of ourselves so if some of that came from childhood the environment that we were raised in maybe a you know an abusive dad or just you know parents that were absent or you know all kinds of all kinds of ways does our heart uh connect with a message uh and you might say well gosh mary what do i do about that i'm 40 years old, I'm 60 years old, I'm 33 years old. Well, the main thing is, what messages are you listening to now? It's never too late to turn your heart and your mind, our minds need to be renewed, to who God says we are. And the world and uh, the devil will never uh, reinforce the, the good news that God loves you, he's called you, and wants to help lead you out of every pit that you're in, whether you, uh, somebody pushed you in a pit, a pit of depression or abuse or, you know, whatever, or whether you accidentally ended up in, in pain and negativity and darkness in that pit, or whether you chose to jump in a pit. You willfully did things. Um, I, 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 how do I know that? Because I'm very familiar with all three ways that you get into a pit. Mm. But one of the things I can absolutely guarantee is Whatever image you have of yourself, God wants to show you how he sees you. And when I first started this journey of, of really realizing my true identity, um, I was mild. I, I, I thought of myself as a, as a loser, as somebody who was broken. You know, shame is, um, shame is wicked. <laughs> uh, it's one thing to feel like you've done something wrong. It's another thing to feel like you're, you're wrong like you're broken, that there's something wrong with you. And I don't know where, I mean, of course it was reinforced when I was raped in college, but I felt that way growing up. Um, and so I don't know where it came from. And if it's important for you to know the genesis or the beginning of where something started, God will show you. You don't have to go digging around. But here's one thing that I know, that if you will avail yourself to, to the true message of things that, uh, and reinforce your true identity, you can absolutely get off that negativity. And, and I mean, I, the, the people that know me or that, um, you know, followed my ministry or whatever, I mean, I, I say it this way, I'm, I'm amazing. Now, you have to understand, I've, I've tried to commit suicide. I've lost a baby. I've been to prison for five years. Everything that I've built as far as education and financially, all was taken. I came out of prison with all my possessions in a copy paper box, but I like myself. So I, I have found the treasure in God's heart that, that says, Mary, I've chosen you. You're, you're one of mine and you belong. But I'll tell you, there's, 
in the middle of, of this season of a lot of isolation and different countries are in different levels of isolation. I was on a, on a phone with one of my spiritual daughters last night and, and they're in stage, <coughs> excuse me, stage four of isolation in uh, certain parts of Australia. And they, they literally can't get out. It's a $1,000 fine if you're out past curfew, all this stuff. And I'll, I'll tell you, even before this external isolation began to happen uh, just culturally, the devil wants us isolated because it's in, it's in good connections and in good communities where a piece of your identity will be restored. So it's important who you hang out with and, and who your buddies are, who your, you know, who your buddies in the battle are. But even if, you're, if you are isolated and you can't get out, I know in prison, I began to connect with God in a way that began to transform me. So knowing who you are, if there's any part of your personality or your physical makeup that you don't like, we need to connect with the Lord in a way to where we, we, we have appropriate love for ourselves because that's a healthy way to live. Amen. And that is for every woman, every person. He says uh, in his word, in the Song of Solomon 2.10, my beloved spake and said to me, Arise, my darling, my beautiful one, come with me. And that's why, um, Mary, we had chosen that theme, Arise, woman, you are worthy. Because of the things that women have gone through that has made them feel that shame. Maybe it's been even growing up in poverty, or maybe you've grown up very wealthy, but because of something that was done um, to you or something that you've done, that you feel that shame. But we know that God calls us daughters, and we are his beloved. That's really true. And one of the ways we stay stuck is if we focus on um, what, what we think God hasn't done for us yet. So when you were reading that scripture about beloved, there's a lot of women that are um, that are stuck in negativity because maybe God hasn't brought a spouse yet, or he he hasn't um, done something that you're longing for him to do, and and you feel like he's promised to do. I know one of the things that I learned in, in when I was incarcerated, which I still practice today, is I have to spend. It, it's a kind of a fine line a little bit because you want to have faith. And you can have faith, but sometimes if you begin to focus on everything that isn't happening, you, you get out of Thanksgiving, and then you, you get stuck in negativity. Any aspect of negativity is not part of a kingdom life. And so one of the things that we have to be careful of under this unique, this, this unique season we're in and, and this unique pressure, and it's unique because none of us, no one on the planet has lived through what we're living through right now. So it's a really good time to seek the Lord and seek his voice. And, you know, if, if you've gotten away from even some of the basics of reading the word and praying and worshiping, but we need to be, we need to make sure that we don't get stuck in this negativity by focusing on what God has not done. I mean, it's, this, there's so much power if we could just see into the spiritual realm of, what happens when we when we worship and we release thanksgiving and gratitude towards the Lord? Um, particularly when when we um, when it's not easy, when we're not in a church service and there's 
you know, people around us doing it. I, I, I'll tell you, we need to move in the opposite spirit of the world and make sure that we are, are, are thankful and worshiping God and seeking God's heart for our lives in these days. Amen. Um, Mary, what if someone wanted to contact your ministry or tell me a little bit about the books that you've penned? How do they get in contact with you uh, and connect with your ministry? Um, you can find me on, on the web, which is kingdomliving.com, and I've got some um, five-minute discipleship videos on there. All of that's free, and I do some videos called Take Five with Mary, and I love to help people really in their, um, in their you know, connecting with God in their everyday life. Sometimes we as believers, we know how to connect with God maybe in a church service or even on a, uh, a Zoom service nowadays, but how do I recognize God in my everyday life? So many of us are like the boys on the road to Emmaus, and we're, we're actually walking, and Jesus is interacting with us, but we don't recognize him. So I, I love to help believers grow in their practical relationship with the Lord. So you can find that under my resources, under Take 5. There's some videos online. And then um, my testimony book is called A Glimpse of Grace, and that's available in Spanish and, and in English. And in Spanish, it's called Entoca de Gracia. And, um, and there's a few other books as well. I, I did just reprint a, a really great workbook if someone's interested in growing in their relationship with the Holy Spirit and with the Word, and it's called Joining the Journey, and that's also available online. Wow. Well, praise God. I'm so excited, Mary, that you're going to be with us by Zoom at our Healing Waters Women's Conference 2020. Arise, woman. You are worthy. Uh, we are encouraging our listening audience, uh, our women, to, to contact us and to register at info at hwwconf.org. The conference is free. We want every woman across this globe to have the um, ability to, to know about Jesus, to know what he has done for Mary, for Charity Cook from Global Awakening, for Angel Murchison, for um, Pam Ouellette, our, our worship leader. And he has a, a great purpose and a plan for every single woman. And Mary, um, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know today about you or what you'll be um, presenting on that day? Well, I just want to encourage your listeners that today, uh, you know, this is just a season of new beginnings. I mean, it's a time to start new patterns, start new habits, and to really seek the Lord afresh. I believe the Holy Spirit is causing us to be unsatisfied where we are in our relationship with Him. I felt like the Lord spoke to me several weeks ago, and He said, Mary, um, the revelation that my children have of me is not sufficient for the coming days. And, and we, we, need to need the, we need to know the Lord more. And so that's why so many of us are kind of frustrated and unsatisfied. It's like, how, how, what, what is that? You know, just because we're frustrated, it doesn't mean something's wrong. It can mean something's happening. And I believe the Holy Spirit is stirring hearts all over the world to, to come out and to seek Him afresh and anew in this season, this unprecedented season. And, and, and it's a time to prepare for the future. And I think we do that by, by getting healed and allowing the Holy 
God like never before. And it's not that just because more bad stuff is coming. But I, I tell you, we have to be mature to handle the blessings of God as well. So God's calling us to grow up, to leave, leave our childlikeness behind, and to allow him to work in our hearts in a way to where we come out and we can trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. And in all our ways, we acknowledge him because he wants to direct our path. And I believe that that's what the Lord's speaking to us today. Let me work in your heart. I'd like for you to trust me more because I want to lead you in unprecedented ways in the coming days. Amen. Amen. That is so true. Well, Mary, on that note, would you take uh, a few minutes and pray for our listeners today? Yeah, absolutely. would love to do that. Lord, we just celebrate who you are today. Lord, right now, where we are, regardless of what our circumstances are, we declare that Jesus is Lord. Father, I thank you that this is an hour that your kingdom will come and your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And Father, I thank you that you are helping us to, to be more bridal in our character, and our nature, and you're equipping us to be the army that you've called us to be. It's kind of like, Lord, we need to be that bride and army boots. <laughs> and so, Lord, I pray for everyone listening today that their hearts would be awakened and that there, there would be a fresh fire to follow you, to hear your voice. Father, I pray that just a wave of healing would touch your people, that even diabetes would be healed and high blood pressure. And there would be right now that anxiety would be silenced and, and a fresh new place of peace would be established in our hearts so that we can hear the voice of the Father and the voice of the stranger we don't listen to. And Father, we declare that today is a day of unprecedented favor and that doors will open so we can go forward because you're our great shepherd, and we're going to hear your voice clearly. So, Father, I pray that the spirit of revelation of who we really are would come upon us, and that the spirit of understanding would so guide us that we would know what you're calling us to do. And so, Lord, we're ever so mindful to worship you, to bless you, and, Father, to thank you for all you are, and all that you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Mary, and thank you, listeners, for joining me today. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments. I would like to take this opportunity to invite you all to the Healing Waters Women's Conference 2020. Arise, women, you are worthy. You are cordially invited to join us this year by Zoom on Labor Day weekend for a free life-changing event. September 4th, 2020, Friday evening at 6.30 will be our opening night to include Session 1. We'll come together once again on Saturday, September 5th, 2020 by Zoom. 10 a.m., to 12 p.m. will be session 2, 1.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. session 3, and 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. session 4 by Zoom.
Our worship leaders include Pamela Willette and Kristen Terriot Ayotte from Van Buren, Maine. We have Associate Evangelist Charity Cook from Global Awakening to be one of our speakers, and Mary Forsyth, author of A Glimpse of Grace and founder of Kingdom Living Ministries. You can register for this conference by uh, contacting us on Facebook, Angel Murchison, or calling 207-760-7537, or email info at hwconf.org, that's I-N-F-O, at hwconf.org. CONF.org, and we will provide you a link prior to the conference. If you have any questions, please feel free to give us a call or to email that same email address at info at hwwconf.org. God's Word tells us in the Song of Solomon 2.10, My beloved spake and said to me, Arise, my darling, my beautiful one, come with me. So join us at the Healing Waters Women's Conference 2020. Arise, women, you are worthy.